Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Hello everyone, I hope you can hear me okay, I have the aircon on and it's a little bit noisy in the apartment that I'm staying in, um, here in beautiful Aspen, Aspen, Colorado, I've gone for an incredible walk, a beautiful hike this morning, I saw no bears which was lucky, I didn't really want to see a fucking bear to be honest, I think it would be cool but maybe when I'm like in a fucking car, um, today's podcast is going to be fun, it's a bit lighthearted. I think it's a really beautiful opportunity for you guys to get to know a little bit about me and I'm going to be debunking or or um, truthing, that's not the word, I don't know, Cons- uh, I can't think of the word, you know the, you know the word I mean, um, it's the assumptions about me podcast, right, you guys sent in via Instagram stories your assumptions about me and I'm going to go through them and answer them yes, no and maybe give you a little bit of context about each of them. Um, this could turn into a very long episode because I'll probably go on some tangents explaining some, some things just about like, um, just explaining some of like the even beliefs about assumptions, um, to hopefully give you guys even a few nuggets that you can take away. So it's not just a lighthearted episode, but it's also one where you get to, um, learn about stuff, 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 stuff. Okay. Let's jump straight into it. Shall we? The first one, um, the first one is, let's start right off the bat I assume you do not have many homosexual friends that's actually I don't I wouldn't say that I have many but one of my um really 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 close babysitters who not babysitters um actually she was a babysitter I was trying not to say that and then I fucking said it um one of my really close family friends um from along from when I was living in Scarsdale which is in um which was outside New York just just like the suburbs of New York um and then also in Sydney, uh, and no, not in Melbourne, um, really close family friend. She is a lesbian and I love her to bits. Like she is my second mom. Um, I can't wait for her wedding. Um, I'm so happy for her. Uh, she means the world to me. When I was living in London, actually, she was really like a mummy figure to me in London because she lives in London. I think she's still there. Um, she is amazing. I love her to bits. So, um, yeah, and there was also a question that was sent in in regards to that of not to offend, you don't speak much about same-sex relationship standpoints. So the reason why I, and I haven't purposely not done this, it's just that I don't have experience being in a same-sex relationship and there are plenty of amazing resources out there of people that um, that do have experience of being in a same-sex relationship or are in a same-sex relationship. And um, obviously with masculine and feminine, we have both energies within us. So when I talk about the masculine energy, you know, you can also be, and it is a truth, that in even homosexual relationships, so same-sex relationships, um, there'll be one, in order for a relationship to have polarity, there needs to be one partner that's more in their masculine and one that's more in their feminine. Um, that's just, um, it just, it just creates polarity. You need that to create polarity. Um, so, I mean, that's really as much as I know about homosexual relationships, about same-sex relationships. So, um, 
yeah, I don't really feel like it would be fair or ethical of me to talk about something that I don't have um, any experience in. Um, you know, I've read things about them, but I can't talk about them from my own perspective. And I don't feel really, really confident talking about them. And there are plenty of people out there that um, are talking about these, these things that really know what they're talking about. So whilst I can be talking about masculine and feminine, and you can be referring that to, you know, um, just the energies, or you can be talking about men and women. Um, I've got more experience with the men and women sort of side of things. Um, so I just feel more comfortable and more confident talking about that. And I feel like it's a little bit more ethical um, on my behalf. Um, what I will say as well is that, um, you know, I have had, so I've got some interesting standpoints just about, um, I sometimes feel like because people aren't, and this is nothing against um, homosexual people whatsoever, because as we know, like my second mum is a lesbian. Um, so, you know, I also want to kind of just put out there as maybe like a hypothesis, not to offend anybody. So no one, please don't take this offense to anybody. Um, Cause like, anyway, I'm just not even gonna fucking get into it because I don't need to. You guys know that I'm not like offending anybody. Um, that I, I am kind of, I have this sort of sixth sense that some people are um, maybe not understanding fully how to have the most healthy, um, relationship with the opposite sex so they're almost diverting to a same-sex thing as an easier option now that is not to say everybody but I have a funny feeling that a lot of women are doing that um, just because uh, maybe they're not getting what they want out of a man they're not getting enough of that softness and of that tenderness out of a man um, it's just something to throw out there it's a hypothesis it is not correct or incorrect it is not it does not apply to anybody it's just a thought that's been like kind of lingering. It's kind of like my thought that I mentioned, I think in the fertility podcast about how the amount of women that are on the pill and have um, excess estrogen, when you are conceived, everybody is female when they are a fetus. And then your mom will get a flood of testosterone, which will make the baby then have a penis and become a male. But, um, you know, a hypothesis to put out there is that because women are having ex have so much estrogen in their body, their son isn't getting the full flush of testosterone. And um, so they're, they're, they're staying very feminine or a little bit overly feminine. Um, I don't know. I just I kind of think that's like a thing. A lot of guys these days um, are very um, more on the metrosexual side. Um, and nothing wrong with that. Again, it's just, it's just a consideration based on more of like a hormonal side of things of when you're in your mom's womb. So food for thought, basically. Um, yeah, it does not need to start an argument whatsoever, but it's just food for thought. Okay. Next assumption, um, that if I asked you to, to swear, not so much, you would say no, correct. Um, you've always been pretty confident. Yeah, I would say that I've always have kind of been pretty confident. Um, I'm a type eight Enneagram, which is very outgoing. Um, I'm not afraid to rock the boat. We are naturally quite confident. Um, we do have a wounded side of us in that we can be too confident and become um, like we don't have filters in like almost a bad way. Um, and I have, I don't have a filter, but I also have, I'm sometimes tactful, but um, if you haven't worked on that side of your of things, um, a type eight enneagram can a little, be a little bit um, 
like their throat chakra, chakra can be a little bit too open, you could say. Um, so yeah, I have always been pretty confident. My mum says that, um, you know, she really encouraged myself and my sister when we were little. She really wanted to raise confident girls. And sometimes she says, I think I've almost overdone that job. <laughs> so um, I would say that naturally I've been really confident. It's not to say that I haven't had my confidence issues. I have had my confidence issues. I have had my body image issues, my libido issues, my self-worth issues. Um, but I've been able to navigate them uh, really quickly and I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, the next one is you never sleep. I love this. Um, I do sleep. I do. I actually thrive off a lot of sleep. I need sleep. I get really puffy when I don't sleep very much. When I'm stressed, I get very puffy. You guys, be able, you would be able to notice that in like my pictures and my Instagram stories. You can tell when I've been relaxing more versus when I've been um, a little bit more on the stress side of things. Um, whenever I get over, like whenever I get too hot, stressed, or don't sleep very much, I get a little bit puffy. Um, but I am a, I am a hard worker. I'm not a pusher anymore. I don't push, but I take a lot of inspired action and, um, I love my job. So I do work a lot. Um, but it's all from a place of love. Um, like yesterday I was literally working until like 10 PM at night. Um, I didn't even eat lunch. So, and that's not like a boasting ego thing. It's just like, I'm in my ovulation phase. I had my fucking yoni egg in. I was like feeling all sorts of juicy and I was just rolling with it and really in a beautiful flow state. So it was amazing. Um, next one is you never doubt yourself. I doubt myself. Um, I would say that I'm really, I'm really fucking self-aware. So I will pick up when I'm doubting myself and I'll kind of navigate where the fuck's that coming from. And I'll really make sure that I put in the work to rewire that or to like kind of override it a little bit with positive things, whether it's journaling affirmations, doing my subconscious reprogramming tracks, the ones that I give my clients, um, listening to podcasts, dancing, whatever it's going to be, um, to get myself back into that state. Um, I wouldn't say that I regularly doubt myself, but I do occasionally doubt myself. It's not that I doubt myself. I just kind of, my ego can sometimes creep in and being like, mm, can you really get that? Can you really get that? And I then, but I notice it's my ego. I, I straight away know it's my ego. Uh, the next one is you'd be such an awesome friend. Thank you. I would like to think so too. Um, as you guys might've seen on my Instagram stories the other day of me like fucking pole dancing with my friend's dog in my apartment here in Aspen. Um, I'm very outgoing. I love to dance. I love to rip up the D floor, which some people think is the dick floor, but it's actually the dance floor. Um, I am an extrovert, but I also do really appreciate my introverted time. Um, really just my, I do appreciate my downtime. I do appreciate um, watching some Netflix. I do appreciate reading a book and having a day to myself, but I love meeting new people. I love going out. I love fucking dancing. Um, and I'm very loyal to my friends and, um, I'm very loyal to my friends and I'm really, I'm really grateful of the group of friends that I've cultivated now in my life. They are friends on such a soul level that I fully fucking respect them. We can speak our truth around each other and they fully respect me and you ladies all know who you are and I'm eternally grateful for you. Um, the next one is you only eat nuts if they're activated. <laughs> I love this one. Um, yes and no. Um, if I'm not stressed, then I will eat nuts that are not activated and that tends to be on holiday time. But if I'm stressed, I will try and eat activated nuts. They can be a little bit hard to come by, um, when I'm not like in my hometown where I know where they are. Um, I definitely notice a little bit of a difference, but I find that when I'm not stressed, I don't need to have them activated as much because my gut is, is in a, it, it's in a space where it can actually break down the lectins, which are the inflammatory parts of the, um, 
their nut. Um, so my gut can actually break down the cytic acid and the lectins and um, I don't find that it affects me. So um, yeah, when I'm on holidays, I don't need activated things. And when I'm on holidays, so you guys know this, when I'm on holidays, I've talked about this before, I can also eat um, grains and I can eat um, dairy and I can eat a little bit of sugar and I won't get bloated. I won't, I won't feel sick because I'm not stressed um, and I'm being really mindful. But when I'm, when I'm a little bit more stressed or on like an average day, um, I definitely am more careful with what I eat because I tend to um, be a little more sensitive just because my body's under a little bit more stress. And that really comes from a self-love um, and self-respecting place for my body. Um, the next one is you don't want to be a housewife or stay-at-home mum. Um, what can I answer about this one? I'm going to probably say no. Um, I can't wait to cook for my husband and to cook for my kids and to do the housewifey things. I'm really excited for those housewife duties, one would say, but I will not be cleaning the house. I will not be, um, you know, I, I want to be able to, um, continue to help all of you women to serve my clients and to also have the most incredible family. And I have thought about this before, and I'm going to maybe making sure that I've set myself up in a way where I can hire help, not to raise my kids all the time, but to allow me to continue to serve and to be on purpose and to be living out my mission. Um, whilst my kids are also being loved for and cared for but even just hiring out things like you know um cooking and um and cleaning and ironing and you know doing grocery shopping when i don't want to like that you can get these people called lifestyle assistants that's probably what i end up getting of like just a helping hand um so that i don't feel as stressed and so that i can be fully present with my kids um, and be the best mom that i can be but i cannot wait to have kids um, I just, I'm really excited for that chapter of my life. Um, I mean, I love this chapter so much and I'm enjoying every moment of it. And I'm really excited for that, um, for that chapter of my life. But, um, I don't want to be a stay at home mum. I would fucking get so bored. I would get so effing bored. Um, and I don't feel like I'd be the best mum that I could be because I wouldn't be as lit up by life because, um, my job does really light me up because I know this is my passion. Uh, sorry, I know this is my purpose and this is why I was put on this planet. Uh, the next one, you never eat fruit. Um, no, so I eat fruit um, sometimes. I used to be a lot stricter in the fruit department, um, but in terms of cutting out sugar, but uh, that was really so that I could make sure that I wasn't getting addicted to sugar again. And now I'm not, I'm not, I'm not addicted to sugar at all. So I can have the piece of fruit occasionally and I don't then crave fruit or I don't start to crave sweet things. I also fucking love savory when it's hot. I tend to eat a little bit more fruit. Um, when I'm traveling, I tend to eat a little bit more fruit. Um, but I will never eat that much and I won't really eat it every day. Whilst I've been in Aspen, my friend, who's also my manager in my, my USA events manager, um, she got me like a box of veggies and fruits and they had the most fucking sexy, juicy, sensual peaches. Um, so I've eaten a few of them and a few plums whilst I've been here, but, um, I would never really eat more than one serving of fruit a day, um, because you don't want to be putting too much sugar in your body. Um, but again, when you're in a relaxed state, when you're eating, I, I eat the fruit really mindfully. I really use the fruit as a way to connect to my pleasure, um, to connect to my senses. So, um, it's actually a really beautiful kind of ritual that I now do of when I'm eating fruit. I eat it in a really sexy, juicy, sensual way which we're actually also going to be doing some sensual eating workshops at the, um, at the New York event, which I'm really excited for. Um, 
Oh, I like it. You have set a list of hotline blings to contact when it comes to that frisky time of the month. Um, no, I actually don't. So, um, I, once you have sex where the energetic element is fucking insane, you can't really go back. So, uh, I had a few experiences of those and a recent one where the energy was so intense that it kind of almost freaked both of us out. Um, it was the best sex I've ever had in my life. Um, it was like the four hour orgasm long sex where it's just like you're in a whole nother fucking universe and you're in this constant state of orgasmic bliss for four hours. Um, it was so fucking insane and, um, and he had his own stuff to work on. So it's safe to say that did not work out, unfortunately, but, um, I experienced it. And now that I've experienced that, I actually just fucking, I hate sex. That's not like that. That's not that really deep fulfilling kind of level. Um, if you aren't, if you aren't at that stage in your relationship, then I really recommend that you join the next round of queen alchemy, which will be in like the intake will start, um, beginning of October, end of September. Um, so I recommend that you know, it'll, it'll start the end of September, the middle to the end of September was when the intake will start. Um, but yeah, once you've had sex where it's like that fucking insane, um, you just don't want a hotline blink because you just find it so sacred and you need the emotional kind of level to it. Well, I really do anyway, um, because it's just so much better when you've got that, um, fucking insane cosmic energy between the two of you. So yes. Um, the next one is from Brit, my friend. I am not going to fucking say it out loud. Um, next one is you are money driven. And this is a really good one that I want to talk about. So I'm not money driven. Um, well, I'm not money driven, but I like to obviously have money because money is allows us to live. So for anyone to say I'm not money driven, I guess is like a little bit false or to say money doesn't matter is a little bit false because like, I'm pretty sure people in the gutter on the side of the road would say, I need money and I want money. So I think it's fair to everybody, everyone to say, I want money and I, and I need money and money is a driving factor because at the end of the day, we live in an economy, ladies. So money does equal survival at the same time. Um, because we live in an economy you need money to live you need money to have running water to have heating and air conditioning to buy food to shower to drink water like you do need money um that's that's just the a fact of life so um of course everyone is going to be money driven um what i will say is that i don't price my things because i want lots of money I price my things based on the value of the transformation that I'm offering. And what I will actually fully openly and confidently say is that for my New York event, I wanted to price it at about $5,000. And I didn't because I knew that was going to be a massive barrier um, for a lot of people coming. And I wanted to um, be able to open the doors to everyone and for everybody to get their ass there because it's going to be so fucking transformational for the rest of your life. Um, but the value of the transformation that's going to be offered at the New York event, for example, is like your whole life. Like to me, it's like $50,000 of worth of value. Obviously I'm not going to price it at that. I'm pricing it at a thousand five hundred Aussie, a thousand one hundred US. That's the smart woman price, which ends on the 31st of August and then it will go up. Um, but in terms of all of my programs, they're all priced and everything is based on the value of the transformation. And frankly, the value of the transformation is actually priceless. Like that's the truth. It is priceless. I just put a value on it where I feel like people are going to really show up at that price. So that they're going to get the results. And I also feel like I can fully show up 
there's a really strong energy exchange and there's skin in the game. If you don't have skin in the game, ladies, trust me when I say you will not show up as fully as what you would otherwise. You need skin in the game. So um, that's how I price my offerings. It's also how and I and I get my clients to do the same, really feeling into it, feeling open to that amount of money, feeling that you provide well over that price. Um, so and I mean, you guys have seen the testimonials that people have written of like, wow, I thought I was going to let money stop me and like the money doesn't even fucking matter anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Because this, this is work has just changed their life in ways they couldn't even imagine. And that just brings like so much warmth to my heart. So, um, I would say that of course I'm like, if I'm going to be totally honest, which I am, of course I'm money driven as is every human. It is a driving factor. Um, but it isn't, I don't price my things based off me wanting to make a lot of money. I price, price things off based on the value of the transformation. And then, um, it just, the money, the money adds up because the amount of people wanting the transformation, that's how it works. So if two people got each of my programs, I obviously wouldn't make as much money, but because of the transformation that's being created, um, a lot of people are wanting to work with me and therefore I'm making more money. So um, it's really about, that's about me doing the work on myself and my energy and my magnetism is what's allowing me to draw these beautiful clients in and allowing me to facilitate such incredible transformations for these women. Um, the next one is, how did you get into this field of work? Are you a self-taught, studied a particular course? Oh, that's not an assumption. So I've answered that in another podcast, like the, the first one. The next one is, oh, from Steph, you are magically amazing, winky face. Thank you, Steph. Um, the next one is, has a lot of fire signs in her chart. Correct. So I am a rising Gemini. My moon is in Sag and my sun is in Sagittarius. So I have a lot of fire in me. Um, I've got Leo in me. I've got a lot of Aries and I've got more Sag in my houses. Um, so I've got a lot of, I've got a bit of air and a lot of um, fire, not much water. Um, I, I don't think I have anything in Cancer. <laughs> um, I've got a lot of fire in my chart. Plus I'm a type eight Enneagram. So it's a killer fucking combo in terms of fire. And I cannot wait for you guys to see my next tattoo that I'm getting because it's totally on point. Um, next one is she has a podcast with Matt Hussey or Matthew Hussey. Um, not yet. So this lady that popped in this assumption, um, she's done a strategy session with me and I helped her with her period and, um, and she is very psychic and she has dreams about people and they come true. And she messaged me maybe a month ago saying, I have to tell you, I had a dream that I was at the wedding of you and Matthew Hussey. If you don't know Matthew Hussey, you can Google him. He's kind of like a dating advice person, I guess you could say. Um, he helps women. It's really about honoring yourself. Um, but he's like a, he's, he's a guy and he helps women. Um, so I have reached out to him to see if he'd come on the podcast to talk about men stuff. Um, I've got more men coming on the podcast, so I'm really excited about because I really would love to dive in and do more men's work. So if you guys know any men that actually want to do this work or if you are a man listening to this podcast, I would love for you to reach out because I would like to take on um, a few one-on-one -on -one male clients um, because I know firsthand the transformation that's offered when you work with the opposite sex. I actually did a lot of my healing with men. Um, it was mind blowing. So, um, and for men to do healing with women, it's like, it's the same. It's, it's a next level healing work basically. Um, cause a lot of the trauma comes from women. So, and a lot of our trauma comes from men. So to do it with, to do it with a man and for them to do it with a woman, with a, with a woman is, 
is amazing. So, um, no, he's not on the podcast and he hasn't replied to me. But if any of you know Matthew Hussey, apparently I'm going to be marrying him. So, um, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> you could contact him for me. Um, next one is you get annoyed at people who spam your Instagram messages, a.k.a. me. Haha. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't say I get annoyed that people spam my Instagram message. It's, it's just that like I have strong boundaries and, um, what I don't, what I don't accept, um, is someone like hounding me and being like, you haven't replied, you haven't replied. Um, or like if a client was to like voxer me, like get my phone number off my email and text me and, um, and Instagram message me, then I'd be like, no, like I don't like, it's, frankly, anybody annoying me annoys me. Like I'm pretty sure everyone gets annoyed. I have people annoying them. Um, but I just have boundaries which can trigger people. So, cause they don't, they, they want boundaries, but they don't have them. So I don't get annoyed. I just really respect when you guys don't like when you respect that I, um, might take a few days to get back to the, back to my messages, but that's something that I work on. And that's a boundary that I've been working on. Um, and that's not up to you guys to know, like that's up to me to hold my boundary. Um, not for you guys to be like, Oh, I shouldn't message Monica. Like I always want you to message me and I always want you to feel like you can message me. And I know that I don't reply straight away. Um, but I do really try to eventually reply. And I know there is a pile of DMs sending in my requests and I haven't gotten around to them because I've been really busy with mapping out all this New York stuff and planning it all and doing brand stuff. So um, I will get to that as soon as I can, I promise. Um, the next one is, uh, and this is the last one. The next one is you are popular at school. Um, yes and no. I think it depends on the definition of popular. I was definitely a liked person I was definitely very outgoing everybody knew who I was but I wasn't in the quote-unquote popular group for the whole time um I don't really know how to answer this question because um I was a well like I was an outgoing girl at school I always have been but I wasn't in the quote-unquote popular group um so yeah that's kind of how I'm gonna answer that I guess um I wasn't in the popular group but I was outgoing and everybody knew me and um everyone kind of loved me if that doesn't sound that just hopefully that doesn't come across as cocky um but everyone I guess everyone loved my energy and my stupidness um all right ladies well I hope that um I think I've gone through most of them that I wanted to go through um oh next last one you know that you were born to do this work. Yes, I know that I was born to do this work. Um, I don't second guess my purpose on the planet. And I think that maybe it will evolve a little bit over time if necessary. But I definitely was put on this planet to do this work. Um, and it lights me the fuck up. So, so yeah. Yeah. Um, amazing. I was able to actually get through them really quickly, ladies, and be really concise with my answers, which is amazing. Um Hopefully you got maybe a few chicken nuggets out of there. Let's see how long that podcast even was. Time. 26 minutes. Beautiful. Um, that was fun. I love kind of helping you guys get to know me a little bit. Um, maybe we can do another one later on. But um, I hope you all have a beautiful day. Please book in your New York tickets. We have one space left for the retreat as well in Byron Bay. If you would like to come to the retreat, we'd be super, super honored to have you. It's a whole week. It, the, the work is going to be fucking insane. It's myself and my friend, Asti Marie. Um, she's got, we've done um, a podcast, a couple podcasts ago about self-confidence. She was on my cacao and convos. So have a check out of that episode so you can get the vibe for the two of us together. Um, I hope you have an incredible day, evening, whatevs. Um, I can't wait to see you at the New York event if you are coming. I can't wait to see you 
in my program if you're one of my clients. Um, I love you all and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode. I would be really, really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate, hopefully five. And if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease, I would be so fucking grateful. Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful. And I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website, all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it. And I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. 